Do you have 10 minutes? Of course you have 10 minutes. And that's all it's going to take you to listen to this CU 2.0 fast take on PPP loan forgiveness. That's a topic that suddenly is bedeviling thousands of credit unions as they confront the reality of how time-consuming it is to navigate the loan forgiveness process. Make no mistake, you want to get that loan forgiveness for your borrowers. Best guesses are that many of the loans that aren't forgiven will in fact default. You don't want that on your books. How long does the loan forgiveness process take a credit union that manually tackles every loan? Figure 10 to 20 hours. That just doesn't work on a $100,000 or a $50,000 loan. No way, no how. Enter Form, where CEO Sharif Hassan tells in this fast take how to get the credit union staff time down to a few minutes, maybe an hour max per loan. Does that sound good? Of course that sounds good. That sounds great. The secret Form screens that guide the borrowers. He, she inputs the needed data. They do the work. Call it a Tom Sawyer moment of brilliance. Capiform gamifies the process so it almost becomes fun for the borrower. Plus, these are questions they know how to answer. You have to look up the borrower's social security number. He or she knows it. 10 minutes, spend them wisely, listen up to this. You're gonna be dealing with this loan forgiveness process for many, many months to come. You're gonna wanna find out an easier way to do it. And of course, this is a new format for the CU 2.0 podcast. We're going to have every so often an occasional fast take on a newsy topical topic. Today, you guessed it, it's loan forgiveness, PPP loan forgiveness. Special guest, Form CEO, Sharif Hassan. This is your host, Robert McGarvey. Listen up. Well, so let's let's start with this. Why is PPP forgiveness important to a credit union? I, I was looking at a message board where one credit union executive put up a, a comment on a post regarding this topic, saying it doesn't matter to us. That, that's that's the word to the borrower. I don't no. think that's entirely true. I think he is one hundred percent mistaken. Think about the interest rate on those loans. Who wants to tie up money for two years or five years at one percent? The, the credit unions are having enough, like having a hard enough time making some revenue on like interest revenue on the car loans and the 30 year mortgages. You don't want 1% money on your books. Well, and, they also have to carry that, that loan on their books. Whereas right. I'd rather get it forgiven and take it off my books if I were a credit union, I think. And the folks who are not going to be able to get it forgiven are the folks who probably did not spend it right and they might be the folks that end up going out of business. They exactly. Of- these, these are potential defaults. I, 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 would, I would expect, honestly, that the majority of the ones that aren't forgiven default. I mean, these will be well-meaning small restaurant owners, for instance. I totally it's, agree with they're, you. They're not, they're not crooks. They're just, they just ran into a storm and they drowned. So, right. uh, so yeah, I would... I would do my best to get as many loans as I can forgiven. So how are you gonna help people get these loans forgiven? So we've gotten amazing feedback and uh, a lot of, uh, you know, it's funny. Some of the conversations have been, well, we'll continue to wait to see what the final rules are. But any of the credit unions, we've had actually good success with community banks as well this last period. Uh, anyone who has more than 500 or a thousand of these, it's really just a matter of, they don't have the manpower. So the idea is 
you know, just get us a, uh, just get us the loan tape. We'll we'll set it up, and then your borrowers can themselves again, just like the uh, just like the loan application process. We made this customer driven. You come in, just give us your loan number, your tax ID, and then that, if that deal is on that credit union's tape, which inevitably it is, uh, that loan will show up, and then we take them through a pretty easy application process because. So much of the information that was on the application process is on the forgiveness application. So we have so much of that information. You know, maybe 55 questions total, I think 25 of them are already answered. And, uh, and then we've tried to gamify it. You know, like we love instant gratification and we love winning one level to get to the next level. So we've made it kind of fun. You know, we've broken down the calculator into two steps, one for payroll, one for other expenses. And uh, we have like this meter going up, you know, every time you pay something, the meter gets closer to 100%. And using our same method of getting the bank data, remember when we were talking about getting bank transaction data from companies like Plaid or MX, or there's a few of them out there that we use. They can now go into their, they can download their bank data and then just kind of click to the right, you know, this one, $245, this was my Verizon bill, this was a telephone, or this was this utility, or this was my rent, or you know, we've made it almost, I don't want to say fun because it is an onerous process, but uh, it's almost fun. It is practically 100% on the borrower. Right. Yeah, because for the borrower, it's easy. Name and address and social security and tax. These are all things that we, like for ourselves, we know. But for the bank to have to do it a thousand times or 1,500 times, we're working with a community bank. That, listen to this number. Just a, a regional community bank. They put out $1.3 billion in PPP loans. And the guy was like, you know, on the front end, it was just kind of collecting paperwork and verifying. He's like, now that we're looking on the back end of how to get these loans forgiven and setting up the accounts and then doing the maintenance every time there's payroll or rent paid, he's like, we don't know how, even how to handle this. And <laughs> that was actually one of the funnest calls. The end of the call, the guy was like, hey, so this kind of works, doesn't it? And we took them through a couple of accounts and uh, it was actually really interesting. The amount of anxiety that we're hearing in the voices of the credit union and community bank personnel and people that we're talking to. And a lot of them said, we have, a, we have a customer in Northern California. And he said, you know, the only reason we did this is because we wanted to help our members. We thought it was the right thing to do for our community. And he's like, and now we feel like we're, we're just buried. We just don't know how to get out of this. And they weren't, S remember we talked about there were some provisional lenders who were not SBA lenders, but got approved to do this product. Those guys are, they, they just don't have, not, not only do they, I don't want to say they don't have the wherewithal because they probably do, they got through it. Just don't have the personnel to do this. Like we were thinking that it might take somewhere between 10 and maybe 16 hours per borrower to get them through the forgiveness process. It's kind of a lot of time. And, and some of these community lender, community banks, community banks and credit unions that we're working with, they're kind of small, 50 employees, 80 employees, maybe a hundred employees. Given the size of those loans, you can't justify that time. Right. You've got, you've got to automate the process. You cannot put, 15 hours into a $100,000 loan forgiveness. You can't do it. That's exactly right, Robert. Like, exactly right. I mean, heck, you can do a $100,000 car loan in 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And At a higher interest rate. Uh, 
And it's also, we were hearing some of the, we've heard some really funny stories on the front end. You know, we were on the phone with someone, he was the CEO of a credit union. He was complaining about paperwork coming in all directions. And he's like, oh, I just got a document from a borrower on my company email. It's like on my email, it's like I'm seeing it on my phone now. And imagine having to gather all of that documentation from every single person that's in the bank who might've gotten something. And uh, it's just a mess. Like, like the idea of here's an organized system, have the borrower do as much of the work as possible and, and we'll clean it up and we'll audit it and we'll organize it better if we have to. But if, if 80 or 90% of it is already done and 70 or 80% of it is done correctly, you've just shaved off, you know, 80% of the time that you have to spend doing this. And uh, another thing, yeah, I've written a lot in, in my past years about cybercrime. And when you mentioned that story about the CEO, I, I'm, my, my little cyber criminal head is saying, my heavens, these guys are going to click on these attachments. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is wonderful. And these documents, <laughs> you know, social security numbers and tax ID numbers and account numbers. And well, it also could just have malware loaded into it. So the CEO of a small credit union clicks on his document. And my heavens, you have control of his computer. I mean, this is a wonderful thing. Not for the criminal, not for the credit union. <laughs> or the criminal. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I, um... I mean, that's why I, another reason I want the borrower to do most of this work. A, I, if I put manpower into this, human power into this, I'll lose money. B, I sure don't want to get those attachments under any circumstances. That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, we'll be able to read off of bank statements and pick off half of the expenses that we've already seen before. So we, we're getting smarter. So, you know, our, our machine learning knows what an AT&T cell phone invoice or a payment looks like on a bank statement now. And we know that for hundreds of different kinds of payments. So we're probably getting a little bit past half. And uh, then the borrower himself or herself could then click on the rest. And then each time they click on something and tell us what it is, now we know that. Next time we see it, we'll know that that's a Verizon bill or that's a utility bill or something. And then there's the option at the end, you know, if, if you paid something by credit card or you paid something by cash and you have the receipt, just tell us what it is, scan the document and upload it. So we're really not leaving anything to chance. Any expense that you can think of, if you can upload it or identify it or categorize it, it's just going to go towards the right place. And they're kind of watching this thermometer, you know, head towards 100%. It feels pretty motivating. Like, like if, if every time you add a dollar, you get an extra dollar for giving off of that loan, it seems like it's motivating people. And uh, so with, with, with your tools, you can get the time on the behalf of the financial institution down from 10 to 20 hours working through a loan forgiveness application to what, under an hour? If that, Robert, if the customer is doing a good job on, on their own and uh, are, are going through paychecks to get payroll and downloading their bank statements or their bank transaction data, like the, 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 the right business owner could get it 100% right on their own. So maybe 15, 20 minutes just to check it. But if there are, if there are you know, things that need to be changed, maybe an hour or so. That's nonetheless, that's still it gigantic time saving and it makes these relatively small loans more appealing. Before we go, think hard about how you can help support this podcast so we can do more interviews with more thoughtful leaders in the credit union world. 
What we're trying to figure out here in these podcasts is what's next for credit unions. What can they do to really, really, really make a difference in the financial scene? Can't all be mega banks, can it? It's my hope it won't all be mega banks. It'll always be a place for credit unions. That's what we're discussing here. So figure out how you can help. Get in touch with me. This is RJ McGarvey at gmail.com. Robert McGarvey, again, that's RJ McGarvey at gmail.com. Get in touch. We'll figure out a way that you can help. We need your support. We want your support. We thank you for your support.